welcome back to the Balancing Act podcast. I'm Andy Tempty. On the Balancing Act, we talk to business leaders and industry experts to explore the balancing acts we play in our professional lives and learn about the events that put rocket boosters behind their career success. Today is a very special day for the show. We have Greg Marino joining us. And the crowd goes wild. <laughs> Greg is the Chief Executive Officer of Kaplan North America. And welcome to the show, Greg. It's great to be here, Andy. Absolute pleasure. I mean, I've been following your journey. Your, uh, your book, Balancy Act, has uh, certainly been a conversation piece in many circles uh, that I've been in. And this, this podcast, I've, uh, I've caught many of them, and it's a fantastic uh, extension of your ideas and uh, leadership advice. And uh, honestly, the way you're contributing to the, the discussions around global skills and work readiness is uh, truly commendable. And, you know, I've said we were uh, talking a little bit uh, off camera, you know, as I uh, often said, when you were a captain, you truly are a, a rock star in, in, in every uh, uh, positive way. Uh, and uh, you're still referenced to this day at Kaplan, among your Kaplan family. So uh, it's a great to be uh, back with you. Yeah, I, I, I love interviewing uh, my, my former uh, Kaplan colleagues. It, it is such a, it's such a wonderful place. All of the stories uh, that have been uh, grown uh, through, through Kaplan, folks that are off doing other things now and uh, the, the development that's occurred. Uh, so something that uh, all of us who've been part of that story and you, uh, strong continuing part of that story, it's something that we can all be very, very proud of. Uh, Greg, we, I asked this of all of my guests. Before we get started, please tell our listeners your story. My story, I will sure. Uh, uh, personally, um, the, the husband of uh, Jessica Marino and the proud father of uh, two lovely uh, teenage daughters, Ari and uh, Lexi, uh, both in high school now. In fact, my, my little one uh, just started uh, high school. Uh, we're uh, a family of uh, music lovers and concert goers. I know uh, your family uh, as well loves, uh, loves music. Uh, and a wide-ranging playlist, too. Uh, certainly the remainders uh, are, are on it. Like, uh, huge Billy Joel fans, and uh, I've come to, to, to love many of the artists that my, uh, my kids like uh, listening to as well. Professionally, uh, I serve as the CEO of uh, Kaplan North America. Uh, if you were to read my uh, resume or CV, uh, really two organizations are, are, are listed. Uh, the New York Newsday, uh, where I started as a newspaper boy, uh, and then Kaplan, where uh, I started as uh, an intern. Uh, in fact, just this uh, summer, I've celebrated my uh, 30th anniversary with Kaplan. Congratulations. Uh, well, thank you. Staying with one organization uh, for so many years is, is unusual these days. And for me, it's been uh, an incredible uh, organization. I've been uh, fortunate to be surrounded by you know, some of the, uh, the best, not only in the education field, but I would uh, argue some of the smartest business people in corporate America. I've learned uh, so much from the amazing people around me. And Andy, I certainly put you uh, high on that list. I've had the pleasure of working with for so many years. Yeah, Greg, you know, we, I, I spent 22 years at Kaplan and I feel like uh, I had 
uh, four, three or four different careers within that same organization. Uh, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure you feel very similarly. Uh, but I'm, I'm curious, what's that one event in your life that just put those rocket boosters behind that 30 year career at Kaplan? Yeah, I'm going to rewind all the way back. I said that I had uh, two jobs. I have two jobs listed, uh, two organizations listed on my resume. But well before the age of uh, smartphones and uh, door-to-door Amazon uh, deliveries, uh, I was a a self-labeled entrepreneur in Long Island, New York, trying to make uh, you know my mark one newspaper uh, at the time and if uh, you think waking up at nine o'clock in the morning for a zoom call is hard trying waking up at the crack of dawn to uh, dodge sprinklers uh, navigate the intricacies of the suburban sidewalks and ensure that mr. Smith uh, has uh, his newspaper uh, in time before the first uh, sip of coffee I mean that was uh, my uh, entry into uh, the professional landscape at all in the age of 13. Very similar to people like uh, Tom Cruise, Warren Buffett, uh, uh, Kathy Ireland, Martin Luther King. They were all newspaper carriers. But it was my first venture as an entrepreneur, and certainly helped me very early on prepare for my key uh, career. It, it you know it teaches you uh, discipline and, and and time management to to, to wake up early plan the round short uh, papers get to the destination on time but I would say you know the customer service and the interpersonal side uh, is certainly a part of it I worked it was in the service industry I worked on tips and the better the service the better the monetary uh, reward and the better I knew my customers uh, and uh, what their preferences uh, were the better service I was able to deliver and in some cases and this is probably where the entrepreneur side came uh, came in. The, uh, the products or offerings that I'd be able to uh, also extend, even though I was uh, uh, only a newspaper courier. You know, getting up early in the, you know, in the morning, uh, I, I tried to figure out how best uh, to, to make best uh, use of that time. And that extended to doing very similar, you know, what you see today with, you know, with Amazon. I used to deliver uh, also bagels uh, with, the, you know, with the newspaper. And um, um, it, it really helped me think about how best to continue to stay relevant and make, uh, make it take advantage of uh, my customers' needs. You know, Greg, I've heard uh, many stories uh, through the years of your, uh, of your early career, but uh, the, this uh, bagels plus newspapers, uh, that, that's a new one. So thank, thank you for, uh, for sharing it. What, what a wonderful customer service story that is. Fantastic. Well, yeah. Bagels on wheels. It's, uh, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun to do actually. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I bet, I bet. So, uh, Greg, I love interviewing uh, chief executives, uh, the office of the CEO. Uh, you know, everybody wants a look in uh, to the office of the CEO. Uh, you know, we talk about the balancing acts that leaders play on this show. From your vantage point, what's the most important balancing act that a CEO in general plays? Yeah, it's... Uh the crucial balance, I'd say, between harmonizing the, the short-term demands of the organization with the, the long-term vision, you know, the, the, the immediate operational challenges 
uh, or rapidly uh, changing market conditions. CEOs need to ensure that the organizations are delivering on those customer uh, expectations, delivering on the financial targets, uh, ensuring that the outcomes, the reason why your customer hired you uh, are, are, are delivered on, and of course, motivating uh, employee talent. But I'd say at the same time, devoting attention to transformational uh, innovation is equally critical. You know, if you, if you think about the evolving business landscape, companies have to adapt and innovate to stay competitive and, you know, in our case, to continue to lead uh, our, our industry. So transformational innovation uh, often involves groundbreaking ideas that can reshape industries, open up new uh, markets. And if you neglect the innovation, you become less relevant. It results in stagnation, eventually uh, decline. So really embracing a culture of innovation and continuous transformation uh, is important. If you're too narrowly focused on short-term results, you can miss out on the long-term uh, opportunities. But they're both very, very important. Finding this right balance between the two aspects uh, requires a very intentional and strategic approach. Yeah, what, one of the things that, uh, a word that comes to mind here is uh, stewardship. And when uh, my time at Kaplan uh, with folks like Don Graham, Andy Rosen, uh, yourself, uh, Andrea Minnelli, you know, just all the characters from my past, that word stewardship really rings uh, very, very loudly through through my time. Uh, and, the, you know, that's what you're talking about here, that balancing act between the short and the long term. And it's not about you. It's about the it's about the long term uh, health and sustainability of the business. And those transformations you're talking about uh, go right in there. Um, Greg, I want to shift gears to your uh, career arc. Um, what's the most important balancing act that you've played as it's contributed to your uh, personal career success? Yeah, Andy, they, you know, that balance between customer centricity and employee centricity. Uh, you know, I love our mission, what we, what we do, uh, who we do it for, and uh, the team I get to, to do it with. And I'm very focused on addressing customer needs. I've already mentioned that a couple of times to help uh, our customers achieve their goals and dreams, but equally focused on our employees who day in and day out are, are working hard to deliver on our customers' goals. I'm constantly reminded that uh, you know, when you, when you uh, hire the best, like we, we, you know, we try to do at Kaplan, they have choices. So it's important that as an employer, we're delivering on our employees' goals too. Uh, they deserve a, a rewarding and fulfilling culture. Unfortunately, the work that we do at Kaplan, we're, you know, we're in the changing lives business and it, it often uh, helps to create uh, that uh, alignment that I mentioned earlier between customer needs and employees' needs. Uh, and uh, that balance, but cultivating a culture that is employee employee focused and ensuring that our employees embrace our mission is is, is extremely uh, re rewarding to me and something that we work very very hard on uh, at Kaplan. We uh, just were recognized, uh, and this is now a, a few years in a row for uh, being the most loved workplace, one of the most loved workplace by Newsweek magazine and Sun Sentinel uh, for a number of years now. Continues to recognize as a as a great place to work. 
so these are good uh, uh, reminders on top of our own internal engagement surveys that we do. And then the customer side through our net promoter score, customer satisfaction uh, inquiries and uh, research and insights help us ensure that this right balance exists. Yeah, that, it, it, I, I used to love standing in front of uh, a, a crowd of, of, of employees and, and just remind everybody that we get to create Yahoo moments, help create those Yahoo moments in our customers' lives today. And just the uplift that that would uh, provide, uh, especially, you know, for going through a tough time and that you know, we talked about the short term versus the long term before. Sometimes you're, you're going through a difficult time. Th that's one of the things that uh, you know, not to turn this entire podcast into a Kaplan commercial, but that's kind of what it is, <laughs> you know, is that you're creating those Yahoo moments. So uh, thank you for uh, continuing to carry that torch. Um, now, before uh, before we go on commercial break, uh, I, I think a primer on what Kaplan is up to. Uh, is uh, is 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 important because we're going to talk about the world of education after the break. Uh, can you give us a short primer on Kaplan North America and its primary value proposition? Yeah, I could talk about Kaplan all day, but you know, for the uh, I know you're eager to get a commercial break, but Kaplan is the leader in learning and advising services for academic and career advancement. So we provide our our students and our corporate and university partners with an edge to advance in an ever-changing world. So what does that mean for our students? Uh, Kaplan North America opens the doors for learners, empowering them to achieve their life goals. This you know, includes helping them recognize their uh, path to their dream college uh, or graduate school or earning their professional, uh, their professional certification for the job they may have uh, always wanted. Uh, for employers who we also uh, work with, KNA is there to help them navigate their talent needs from identifying uh, the right talent, uh, helping them recruit the right talent, uh, or developing and retaining the talent they currently have. And for our university partners, we, we help them transform their models as an innovator in education. Um, we are always you know, forward thinking and uh, helping universities to evolve the needs and expectations of students and the innovative ways they learn. And, and nobody understands innovation uh, better, than, uh, you know, better than Kaplan. And many firsts can be attributed uh, to Kaplan and universities turn to us to uh, assist in helping uh, bring those best practices uh, to their institution. Well, th thank you for that. You know, some some might uh, get the uh, the sense that uh, the Balancing Act podcast is somehow an education uh, show, uh, and it's it's really not. Uh, what I'm trying to do is get more people uh, really focused on learning and skill development w within their organizations. And if you think about the, the world of work, it is continuous improvement. It's always learning. It's always growing. So when we're talking about skills on this show, for when when I bring uh, educational luminaries like Greg Marino on the show, it's not just to talk about a couple of uh, folks geeking out about education. 
education. It's to really elevate uh, the fact that we need more learning built into the flow of work. We need better prepared students for the world of work. And again, a huge applause for uh, Kaplan overall for the work that you're doing there. Now, I have a book to sell, so we're going to take a really short commercial break and we'll be right back. I'm Andy Tempty. My new book, The Balanced Business, is scheduled for release on October 3rd. This book blends everything I've learned over the last 35 years and details the management operating system I would deploy if I could go back and do it all over again. The Balanced Business is a practical, real-world guide to help businesses achieve long-term success that's built on a culture of trust balanced with accountability. The Balanced Business is available for pre-order on Amazon.com today. And we're back with Greg Marino talking about the balancing acts that chief executives play and the future of education. Greg, during our time at Kaplan, I recall many conversations centered around educational accessibility. What is Kaplan doing to break down traditional barriers to educational access? Yeah, thanks for that question. You know, and you could... uh, Really, really rewind all the way back to the, the beginning. Um, uh, Kaplan's uh, first CEO, uh, the, the, the founder, Stanley Kaplan, who himself faced uh, his own set of personal challenges uh, related to uh, access in college admissions. It was his own experience with the educational system that uh, fueled his drive to, to start Kaplan. And uh, he aspired to be a doctor. He was a good student, strong academic uh, credentials in high school. But when he applied to medical school, he was rejected. And uh, he believed that part of the reason uh, was due to the prejudice against uh, Jewish students that existed in admissions uh, policy. Uh, and, you know, admissions uh, standardized tests were emerging as essential part of the college and graduate school admissions process. And that was unfamiliar to, to him. And he felt uh, not as prepared to, to tackle them. So, these personal experiences uh, make uh, Stanley Kaplan uh, aware of the barriers that students, particularly uh, those with minority backgrounds, uh, face in the, in the educational system. So instead of him becoming a doctor, he became a teacher and then later started uh, Kaplan in his basement, uh, Brooklyn home. And ever since, uh, Kaplan uh, has been uh, working hard. Uh, to promote uh, access, and it comes in a number of uh, a number of forms to to break down those traditional uh, barriers. Um, affordable options uh, help uh, open access, and here you know I'm proud of a uh, recent uh, innovation, uh, the introduction of the all access uh, license uh, that uh, we've we've created this new model to help institutions broaden uh, students ability to tap into the tools that we have at a dramatically uh, reduced cost. You know, our all-access license provides university-wide access to the entire uh, portfolio of industry-leading test preparation, licensure, and credentialing programs that we have at a, at a, at a flat fee. Uh, Any you're familiar with uh, the various modalities uh, that, we, uh, have, uh, that we have throughout the organization, online learning, flexible scheduling, uh, we were one of the first education companies to introduce 
online options, including the first ever online law school and, and, and then uh, helping to create one of the largest online universities for uh, adult uh, learners. Uh, we, we, we talked about lifelong learning. Education is, is, is lifelong, not just something that happens in the early stages of life. Uh, we uh, ensure that we're advising students at the various stages of their, of their life and ensuring that their skills remain uh, relevant and allow them to continue to advance or, if necessary, pivot uh, so that uh, they are successful uh, in uh, their career of choice. Ensuring that also there's a level of awareness uh, uh, created. Uh, certainly the role that we have as a leader uh, in the organization. Uh, we, you know, we collaborate with local partners, schools, colleges, uh, organizations uh, to not only understand the specific needs and challenges of their uh, community, but we also provide millions of dollars in, in uh, assistance uh, to, to improve access. Yeah, you know, Kaplan is really at the tip of the spear in this thing that uh, some are calling the reskilling revolution, that we've got to reskill uh, up to a billion people over over the next 10 years. Uh, you know, and, and access, educational access is going to be a big part of that. Uh, another part is alternative pathways into the world of work. And you and I have had robust conversations around the creation of alternative pathways, things like validated skill portfolios that don't require the attainment of a big monolithic credential uh, like a degree. How is Kaplan helping to rethink uh, the traditional pathway of degree into a job? What are what are some of the alternatives you're thinking about? Yeah, we, we, we have had a number of conversations uh, on this, Andy, over the years. Uh, in fact, one of my favorite uh, was uh, sitting in your conference room in uh, La Crosse, Wisconsin, uh, over uh, cheese curds. Uh, and I think that, uh, if I remember correctly, later uh, continued into, uh, was it Schmitty's, uh, where we capped things off with a grasshopper pie? Uh, the, close. The, the Freight House has, oh, the, okay. yeah, the right Freight on. House has the, the world's best crab legs, oddly enough, somewhere landlocked in the middle of the country. And, and, and their world-famous uh, grasshopper pie. So I digress. I think I finally walked enough steps to work, uh, walk, uh, work off the cheese curds and the grasshopper uh, pie. But uh, in between all this, yeah, a lot of conversations and a, you know, a key market uh, disruption that Kaplan is uh, embracing. And you know, you're uh, another, one of the uh, authors uh, be, you know, behind this, Andy, is the recognition that Increasingly, instead of going to college to get a job, students will increasingly be uh, um, going to a job to get a college degree. Uh, one of uh, our, our colleagues, and I think a past guest on your uh, podcast, Brandon Bustide, has uh, coined the phrase uh, and the products go pro early. Uh, so what does this mean today? The number one reason why people go to pursue higher education is to get a good job. Uh, and that path has always been assumed as linear. First go to college, then get a good job. But if the uh, path was get a good job first, a job that comes with a college degree uh, in the near future, a substantial number of students, including uh, many of the most talented, will go straight to work for employers that offer a good job uh, along with a college degree and ultimately a path to a great career. But um, the college degree 
uh, can be broken down. We, you know, we've talked a lot about modular stackable uh, uh, credentials that could be earned uh, along the way and uh, in the professional setting, in that job setting, as you're acquiring these skills, the recognition is provider, they could all stack to what exists today as the gold standard, uh, a college, uh, college degree. You see this already you know, happening uh, in the case of uh, working adults and, and employers that uh, offer uh, education as a benefit uh, at, their, uh, at their workplace. And uh, we also have a relationship with uh, Amazon uh, where they uh, support, uh, they've got a program called Amazon's uh, Career Choice uh, Upskilling Program and uh, we're a key partner in that overall effort and they certainly have embraced this concept that we're talking about as well. Well, thank thank you for uh, continuing to make progress uh, in that area because to uh, colleges and universities in their current form, meaning uh, having the degree as the primary product, there just isn't enough uh, volume uh, to be able to reskill uh, a billion people. So we need these alternative pathways. Uh, now, let's have just a little bit of fun as we start to wind down the show. Uh, right. Greg Marino, you have access to a time machine and you can send a message to an earlier version of yourself. What would that short message be and what previous version of yourself do you choose to send it to? Well, uh, for... For starters, uh, you know, like like uh, you're asking me to do here, uh, take the take the time to uh, reflect. Uh, earlier, we discussed uh, also the balance of managing for the short term and uh, long term, uh, and there's a personal and business uh, side to that. So, in that you know, in that uh, context, as I you know, as I think back to my earlier, you know, self, uh, probably the message I would send is acknowledge the uh, milestones uh, as you pave the path forward. Uh, you know, there's, um, uh, it's about the journey. Uh, and uh, there are many, many uh, accomplishments along the way uh, that are worth celebrating. Uh, and uh, there's certainly uh, a lot of learning uh, opportunities uh, as well. Uh, so take the time to uh, reflect, uh, take the time uh, to uh, recognize the milestones, certainly the, the, the accomplishments, uh, but also uh, some of the learning opportunities that uh, went along the way. So recognize the milestones. Uh, so many of us throughout our careers have just kind of blown right past those and not uh, given ourselves the, uh, the, the time and the space to, to, to reflect and really en en enjoy those. Uh, so thank you for sharing that. Final question, Greg Marino. What's next for Kaplan in North America? What are you excited about? What keeps you up at night? So uh, you're really uh, promoting jet lag here, asking me to go back and now go a little bit uh, uh, forward. Uh, so... Uh, what am I excited about? I, I, um, I, I can tell you that I'm very energized by uh, the role of uh, generative AI and uh, tr uh, its role in transforming the educational experience. I see so many uh, possibilities for uh, leveraging AI uh, to uh, enhance 
the learning experience, uh, the learning outcomes uh, that uh, are, are provided uh, to students and also uh, to, to, to provide, uh, to improve productivity, to provide even more uh, access uh, where, uh, where possible. Uh, and uh, you know, we're ready to release a new product that uh, leverages uh, this very important technology, uh, but in a way that uh, really, I don't think anybody else can, or you know, many others certainly can't because of the breadth and depth of what Kaplan has. So marrying these two components uh, together, I'm uh, pretty excited uh, about, the, about the potential. Uh, in terms of what uh, keeps me up at night, I, uh, you know, I, I, I come from a family of firefighters and uh, yeah. I too myself uh, was a volunteer firefighter. So I'm not the best sleeper to begin with. I you know, still have uh, one ear to uh, a, a virtual pager uh, that doesn't you know, exist, thinking it's going to go off and there's some call I need to, to, to run to. But uh, you know, when I uh, lay awake at night, I'm, I'm, I'm often thinking about my uh, interactions of, uh, of the day. Um, you know, was I uh, motivating uh, enough? Uh, was I balanced enough with the optimism and reality uh, of a situation? Uh, did I provide uh, the right clarity and, and, and feedback? Did I deliver that uh, message uh, in the, the right way uh, to have the right uh, impact? Uh, there, uh, you know, there's a lot of responsibility that goes with uh, being uh, a leader. Uh, there's a large number of people, uh, employees, customers, uh, and, and their families that are counting on that leadership uh, to ensure that the right decisions uh, are, you know, are made. And um, once I, I say I'm fortunate to be surrounded by so many people uh, to, to, to ensure that we're delivering these outstanding outcomes for our employees uh, and students. But uh, when, I'm, uh, when I'm tossing and turning you know, at night, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about you know, the team and uh, ensuring that we're doing uh, all that we can do to have the societal impact that uh, Kaplan is known to have and can continue uh, to have. Well, Greg, I really appreciate you uh, coming on the show today. It's been an absolute pleasure to reconnect with you, to share some old stories. Thank you for bringing in the firefighter bit. I was a little disappointed at the top of the show that you didn't mention the firefighter background or your family, which is uh, which is very, very noble. And uh, th thank you all, your whole family, for, for your service there. Uh, so we're going to close out the show. Thank you for being here, Greg Marino. My name is Andy Tempty. This is the Balancing Act Podcast. You can find us on all the major streaming services. Please like, subscribe, rate, and share the show. Uh, we're creating a public good here. And the show was produced by Nicholas Tempty. Thank you, Nick, for all that you do for the show. We'll see you next time.